baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, be at work in our midst as we give attention to your word and to the love that you have for us in Christ Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, build us up, bind us together, and let us be what you desire us to be, indeed, the body of Christ in this place. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. You don't want to leave money on the table. You ever heard that phrase? That means if you've got something big going on, you want to get all of the benefit that you can out of that situation. You don't want to leave any money on the table. Uh, you're a top-notch athlete, and it's uh, your time and career to uh, negotiate that big money contract. And as the agent goes into the meeting, you tell that agent, make sure you don't leave any money on the table because you want to maximize the benefit. We're going to think today about church membership and what it means for you and me to be members of the body of Christ in this place. And as we consider this, I want to make sure that, that we're not leaving any money on the table. That, that we together are experiencing the full measure of the benefit that God wants us to have as a congregation. When Paul says, now you are the body of Christ and individually members one of another. Uh, this Sunday we're observing our anniversary as a congregation, 32 years. Uh, it's also about the second anniversary of our coming together with Christ Campus. And God has been good to our congregation, blessed us with many things, many activities, many opportunities, uh, many members. God has blessed us. But, but is there a level of blessing? Is there more benefit that God wants us to have individually and corporately as we think about being members of the congregation. All of this is in line with what we've been looking at all fall. We've been talking about Jesus, God's global initiative, and about how with all the troubles in the world, God sent the solution of Jesus Christ into the world to be the Savior, to bring new life, and that now we are Christ to the world, where Paul says, you are the body of Christ. We're to go out into the world and how we do that together as members. Uh, Paul is talking about true spirituality, in the church, in the, in the congregation in Corinth, they were exerting themselves one against another, uh, trying to see who was more spiritual than the other. I speak in tongues, I cast out demons. And, and Paul was saying no true spirituality, what we see in this chapter, he was saying no true spirituality isn't found in, in that thing that you're able to do over and against another. But true spirituality is what you all do together as you're differently gifted as part of the body of Christ. Church membership, you know, not everyone's crazy about that. Maybe you're not that crazy about church membership. A lot of people uh, actually reject church membership or uh, membership in a congregation. Uh, some people would look at, at church membership and say, I don't want to be a part of it. Nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. I don't want to be part of the church. It's a bunch of hypocrites. The fact of the matter, it's, it's typically not hypocrisy. 
It's about being sinful and fallible. You know, we, we never live up to what we'd like to be as the people of God. Some people look on that and, and call that hypocrisy. Uh, some would say there, there's too much bureaucracy. Constitutions, bylaws, meetings, organizations. Is that what God had in mind when he created Christian congregations? People want to hold on to their own individualism. Say, I don't, I don't need a congregation. Jesus and I are just right. You know, I, I can walk with Jesus, I pray to Jesus, I learn about Jesus. I don't need any of that congregation stuff. I'll follow Him all by myself. There are some who stay away from church membership because they've been hurt. This is a real thing. This is a painful thing. In fact, some, sometimes people do get hurt when they're part of a congregation. Someone says something or doesn't say something, uh, does something. I tell people, uh, typically when they become a, an elected leader in a congregation, I try to take them aside and I, I say to them, now as you begin your term of office, you need to promise no matter what you see around here, you're still going to believe in Jesus. <laughs> I said, church organization is like uh, going into a kitchen at a restaurant. Sometimes you don't really want to see how the food gets made. And, and so in fact, people can be hurt and turned off to the life of the church. Some people reject church membership because they say it doesn't help. You know, I've been coming to that church a long time, and I never got anything out of it. There was no benefit to me. It doesn't help. Or it's boring. Uh, this often happens. People will think church is boring when they think this is the sum and substance of what it means to be a church member, just to go to church services. You know, I know some services are more or less exciting than others, uh, but there's so much more to being part of a congregation than simply attending church services. So some people, though, get turned off because it's boring. Or they, they might say it's irrelevant. Look at the things that are going on in the world. There's stuff that matters out there. There's, there's politics going on. There are elections going on. We've got a family to raise. I have a career I need to accomplish. I've got some big things going on in my life, and... The church is really of no consequence to me. It's, it's largely irrelevant or outdated or outmoded. The fact of the matter is, when God builds his kingdom, when God calls people to faith, he calls them into relationship with other Christians. It's, it's really a definitional issue. To be a Christian means to also be a member of a local congregation. That's how it happened. Uh, Paul wrote to the church, to the congregation that was in Corinth. He wrote to the church, to the congregation that was in Philippi or Ephesus or in, Ro or in Rome. Paul said, now you are the body of Christ and individually members one of another. That, that's, that's a word that's used a lot when, when we talk about following Christ. Uh, this is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul said, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. He was talking about the local congregation in Corinth, and he said, you guys are all members one of another in Christ. This is not the only time he said such a thing. In Romans chapter 12, he says the same kind of thing. He says, For as... For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. God calls us to Christ 
into congregational membership. Now there are some times that Paul uses this same language to talk about the whole church on earth. Uh, we can use the word church in different ways. We can talk about going up to the church, the building, or we can talk about the church, meaning our own congregation. Paul also uses that term to talk about the whole church on earth, like the communion of saints, as we celebrate on All Saints Day. And so there's some instances of that. This is from Ephesians chapter 1. He said, and he put all things under his feet and gave him, Jesus, as head over all things to the church. That's talking about the whole Christian church on earth, not just a congregation. It says the same thing in Colossians chapter 1. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, Paul had been talking about uh, marriage, husband and wife relationship as it relates to a, uh, the church. And there he was explaining about how the husband is the head of the wife. That doesn't mean he's smarter than his wife. It doesn't mean that, that he knows things and she doesn't. A headship there had to do with leadership. And it also went on to talk about how the man was to be the leader in the house, not by commands and demands, you know how well that works, <laughs> but through servanthood and through sacrifice, just like Christ loved the church. And so Paul was talking about the, the headship of the husband, and he says that's, that's what it is with Jesus. That's what it says. Just as Christ does the church, he is the head of the church, he suffers for the church, because we are members of his body. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. And so when we think about being members of the church, it can be members of the church on earth, the whole Christian church, that's a truth but it's also true that it's God's will for us to be members of local congregations that we can work and, and serve together. And I, I, I know that, that people chafe at that term, members. Uh, often when people think about members and church members, uh, they might think about country clubs. You know, when we think about members at a country club, that's a different kind of thing. Uh, to be a member at a country club, you have to pay for it. If you don't have the money, you can't get in. There's a price and you have to have the cash if you want to be a member. In a country club, you're served. I mean, generally, that's what happens. Somebody else parks the car for you. Uh, somebody else takes care of the golf clubs for you. Somebody else serves you the dinner. In a country club, there are rights. If you're a member, you have rights. Uh, I can go into that building. I have a right to it because I'm a member. Uh, often there's a pecking order in a country club. Uh, how long have you been a member? Well, that's not as long. My granddad was a member here, and there can be a pecking order, or it might be based on what your status is in, in the community around you. And the whole purpose of a country club is enjoyment. The reason you go to a country club is you want to have a good time. Now, let me say something very, very clearly. Something very clear. There's nothing wrong with being a member of a country club. If you are, that's an okay thing. Here's the thing. It's a whole different thing than what we talk about when we think about being a member of a congregation, a member of the body of Christ. It's not like a country club. It's like body parts. Eyes, ears, hands, feet. It's members in that sense. When Paul says, now you are members like fingers and hands and, and feet. And it's a whole different sort of dynamic. In the body of Christ, we get in because it's been paid for. 
Uh, we don't pay to get in. It's been paid for. Uh, we couldn't afford to get into the kingdom of God. But Jesus Christ came into the world and he lived for us. He died for us. He rose again. He poured out his blood to buy uh, admission for us into the kingdom, taking away our sins. We, it has been paid for, not with gold or silver, but with Jesus' holy, precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. In the, in the body of Christ, it's about serving. We don't join to be served. Actually, that's one of the problems in, in the church in America these days. Uh, many people treat the local congregation kind of as a, a service agency for them. No, when you're part of a congregation, you're here to serve. That's what Jesus said. He said, the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, James and John took Jesus aside one day and they said, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, let us sit one at your right and one at your left. And Jesus said, that's not how it works, fellas. In the kingdom of God, it's not about uh, uh, power and authority like the world does. It's not about being, sir. If you want to be great, you need to be humble. If you want to be first, you need to be servant of all. In the body of Christ, it's about responsibilities, not rights. It's about our responsibility to one another, to love one another, to care for one another, to forgive one another, to correct one another. We have a relationship with one another that has responsibilities. And in the church, in the body of Christ, it's about community. There's no pecking order in the kingdom of God. Paul said, For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free. Uh, we all belong. Anyone who claims the name of Jesus Christ uh, is, is a part of that body. It doesn't matter where, whether we're high or low in the community, whether we're from this kind of people group or that kind of people group. It's about a community. And we are here for benefits. It's not about enjoyment, but, but benefits, both to give and to receive. Uh, think about the thumb. The thumb is a, is a terrific member of the body. Uh, not very many creatures have a thumb, an opposable digit. The opposable digit is, is, is a pretty handy thing to do. have. We're able to do all kinds of things because we have that opposable digit. But it's only of any good if it's attached to the rest of it. I don't want to gross you out, but if I cut off my thumb and set it aside, uh, it wouldn't be good for the rest of the body. And even though it's a swell part of the body, if it's not connected to the rest of the body, it would shrivel up and die. It's important to be connected for the blood and the neurons and however all that stuff works, and also then to give benefit to the rest of the body. Here's what I want us to do today. I want us to rethink what it means to have church membership. I want you to think about this as a good thing, a valuable thing, a blessing in your life. It follows the biblical model. It's a very biblical word. Uh, Paul uses it a number of times. Now, you are the body of Christ and individually members one of another. Uh, church membership focuses on responsibility and accountability. We're actually going to spend more time on that next week. Uh, but we have a responsibility uh, in the early church. They were to take care of the widows and the orphans. They were to take care of people as they had any need. Uh, there was an accountability if someone fall into, fell into sin, the others were to hold that person accountable. Uh, 
Uh, go home and read 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, and, and there you'll see that someone had been given, had, had given himself over to sexual immorality. And Paul was saying, no, you need to go help that person and say something. There was an accountability because if one part suffers, they all suffer. If one part rejoices, they all rejoice. I want you to rethink church membership. It serves as God's vehicle to help the world. There are elections coming up, and people put a lot of stock in elections, and I would encourage you to go vote your conscience. People put a lot of stock in elections. People put a lot of stock in, in uh, uh, technology and development and innovation, and all those things are fine, but what the world really needs around us is Jesus Christ and hope and the life and the salvation that only comes through Him. And it's when we are working together that God uses us to be a blessing into the community to save people. We are now God's global initiative. And so Paul says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Here's what I want to encourage you to do this week. I want you to embrace your membershipness. <laughs> Go home and think about what it means to be a member of the congregation. Uh, you're going to get on, on your way out a little uh, a half sheet of paper that has some things you can look at about your shape or about your gifts, uh, where, where you might be able to serve. And I'd encourage you to take a look at that. I want you to, to think about embracing your membershipness in the congregation. I want you to be convinced I fit. There's a place for you. Nobody is irrelevant. Nobody doesn't belong. I want you to think about the need you have. I need the congregation. There is benefit. There is help that you get by being part of this. Uh, encouragement, correction, direction, support. And to think about I am needed. We're not the same without you. I suppose we'll, we'll limp along. But as we are, in fact, all together is the body of Christ. God will be at work doing ever greater things in us and through us, to his glory, to our good, and to the increase of the kingdom. Hey, let's make sure we're not leaving any money on the table but we're receiving all of the benefit that God wants us to have as his body in this location. Amen. Having heard God's word, I want to invite the congregation to rise and we'll